But God is good. And his grace and his mercy. His grace and his mercy. Endure it forever and forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, your children gather before you this morning wanting to hear a word from you. Lord, we're asking that you will speak. And when you speak, folk will be healed. When you speak, Demons will be cast out. Devils will take a run. When you speak, it makes all the difference in the world. Lord, bless this congregation this morning and every family that is represented here. And Pastor Tracy Ventus in his absence, bless he and his family. And keep them by the power of your might through their faith that they have invested in you, may preach long. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of 1 John and chapter 5. And the end of the verse 4 Verse 21 was the theme. This is the commandment have we from him that he who loves God loves his brother also. And then verse 1 of verse of, of letter 5. Whosoever believeth that Jesus Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the reading and the hearing of his word. This morning, New Mission, first I just want to thank uh, Tracy in his absence for a sharing this pulpit, may he preach long, and we love he and his family, and they may continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's a great man of God who we admire and love. Verse 1 of letter 5 is stating that Jesus was born of God and that God loved him. As we look at the world around us, the urgency of this message is we see the opposite of love going on in the world today. Bombs being dropped on innocent people, killed with acid, chemical weapon warfare, babies getting killed, 
and not only there in Syria, but here in the United States of America. Babies getting killed on the street. Crime against our own and crime from police and other nationalities against us and others. This is the opposite of what the word of God is teaching us. Love is a word that has been taken for granted these days. Word, it's a word that's used very lightly. It's one thing to say, I love you, but it's another thing to show the love. You hear it all the time, I love you. But if love is, is withholding from you when you're in need, what love is it? The Apostle Paul was saying, what, what, what kind of love is that? Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. My other scripture was John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My brothers and my sisters, we're gonna, we're, our message today is a walk in love. This might be an old message to some, but to some, it's a new message. We've been hearing a lot of messages coming out from messengers speaking about the way this world is and how we should love one another, but we're not seeing it in action. If we don't... If we don't put action behind that word, it's void and null and nothing. John says here that he that hated his brother, how can he say that he loves God if he hates his brother, who he has seen? And we have never seen God. So how can we say we love God and we don't even know him? If we know God, then we will love one another. It's, a not, it's, not a, it's not a cliche. Love is not a cliche. But if you look around, that's all you hear are cliches. Love, 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 love. All kinds of love. There's all kinds. But the, the word today is speaking of one kind of love. That unconditional love, agape love. There is love of mother, love of family, love of wife, love of children. But there is only one love that exceeds all love. And that is that unconditional love. You say, I love my brother, but if I'm stabbing him in the back, behind his back, then what kind of love am I showing? If I say I love my sister, but I'm constantly stabbing her in the back, behind her back, what kind of love am I demonstrating? Yes, the love of God is 
greater than any love that we can ever imagine. And this is the work that is begun in us once we be become believers in Jesus Christ. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord, he begins a work in us. And that work is to teach us and to build up his love in us. That as we grow in grace and as we grow in knowledge, we begin to love more than just in word. One of the examples we, we, we use in the church today is we give our tithing and offering, and that's in a symbolic of love. But if that's the purpose that we're giving it for, then it is good. But if we're giving our tithing and offerings for any other reason than to, of love, then it doesn't mean a thing. And God is not pleased. God is not pleased with us talking that talk and not walking the walk. God is not pleased with us yakking, giving lip service and not giving foot service, hand service, reaching out to one another, touching one another, crying with one another, hurting with one another. He's not pleased with us just giving our lip service. I hear it too many times, I love you. But what does that mean? What does it mean to say it when we don't do that? John says, there are, the blood of Jesus Christ was shed for us. And what love is greater than that? That a man would lay down his life for another. My brothers and sisters, we ought to be to the point in our lives that, and we're, and we're living in a time near the end of time, and that's not a whole lot of time to keep tiddly-tattling around and playing around with God and playing around with the word love. We ought to be springing into action because when we see all this hatred and bitterness around us and we see all this killing and, and maiming around us, this drug addiction, this killing and hating and, and murder, we ought to be the main core force against that. Not, our warfare is not weapons of guns and knives and, and our weapons are not that. But our weapon is love. And the warfare is evil powers in high places making decisions for you and I. There are people sitting in high places who have evil, wicked intentions against those that are poor and suffering and striving. They want to take more from you than get, give to you. They want to suppress you, pass laws to destroy you and to suppress you, to keep you in bondage, legalizing laws that are oppressive laws in our society these days, causing us to pay more out of our pockets and give more less to us and say, oh, they're okay, they don't need it. But giving more to the rich and more to the famous and more to those who, who have and those who have not. God is not pleased with that. What kind of love is that? If that is love, then we need to look somewhere else. 
Because love that destroys and oppresses its people is no kind of love. How can you justify robbing the poor and giving to the rich? How can you justify hurting one another, your brothers and sisters, on the streets, shooting them for a pound, an ounce of dope, a crack, or whatever they are selling on the street? How can we call that love? That's not love, my brothers and sisters. That's anything but love. That's, that's the work of the devil. And the Bible teaches me that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Those people that are out there selling drugs, selling guns, are doing the work of the devil. We're going to call it what it is. It's no survival message about that. We say they're just trying to survive, survive off the lives of other people. God is not pleased with that. We as the church have a mission and a duty to go out to the world and show the world that love, that agape love, that unconditional love. But how can we do that if we are fighting one another? How can we do that if we're infighting? We, this shouldn't be. Paul says, John says here rather, that how can I say that I love God but I hate my brother? And why did he say that? Because there was a lot of infighting going on in the church. Gossip, rumors, backstabbing, lying, hating. And brothers, my brothers and sisters, if we can't stand up in the midst of all of that and stand straight up and show love, we've, we've out of our purpose. That's a big part of our purpose on this earth is the love walk. We ought to walk in love, walk in love every day of our lives. In spite of what's going on around us, in spite of what the politicians are doing, in spite of what someone says about us, we are to walk in love. There is no other way around that. We, 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 we have to come off of this high sensitivity. Christians don't need, we are brothers and sisters. We shouldn't be so highly sensitive toward one another, emotionally highly sensitive. You haven't grown in grace if you're so sensitive about everything. If a brother and sister roll a look at you some way, we made a whole big deal of that when we go home. Well, I don't see why she looked at me like that. What that has to do with the love? What's that got to do with anything? If you're living off of someone else's looks, then you're living for the wrong reason. Your purpose, my purpose, is that I love you enough that when you stab me in the back, I can go to you and tell you that I love you, I understand, and I'm there for you. Don't, don't go crawl in the corner. We stick our heads in a hole like the ostrich. When someone hurts us, we go hide our heads. How many people don't come back to church anymore because somebody didn't do something that they or said something they didn't like? These things ought not to be. 
If we grow in grace, we grow in grace according to the word, as the word has told us, this high sensitivity would decline. And we can stand up, hold our heads up, walk this walk in love, in spite of, unconditionally in love. Oh, but you don't know what they did to me, Reverend. You don't know what they said to me. You don't know what they, talk, they talked about my mama. They said something about my daddy. No, that's not what it's all about. If you have not been anchored in Christ, you, your roots are not deep in Christ, you're like that tree that just been blown by the winds. Resistance. You know, they say something about a tree when it's planted in the ground. If it's not rooted, what will happen to it when the storm comes? And, and another thing about that tree, if, if the wind blows it, if the resistance is too strong, it will break. So, so as Christians, we have to be flexible. We can't be so staunch. Staunch to the point where if somebody says something about me, I'm going to, mm, you know, they better not talk about me. I'm going to, uh. you have rooted your grounds in the sand. And when the storm comes, like that old big old tree you see out there in the parking lot and over across the street, cracked in the middle. That's what happens to us when we haven't grown in the spirit. We break. And the first thing we do is go home and cry and call sister and have a pity party. I call brother and have a pity party. I call mama and had a pity party. When we ought to be growing in grace. Growing in grace is getting in God's word, letting God's word get in you. And when we let God's word get in us, we won't break in the storm. If the storm, I like that song, if the storm doesn't cease, if the billows still dash, I shall not, I shall not be moved. Billows may blow, winds may blow, storm clouds may come. I shall not be moved. That is the kind of attitude that we're to leave with here today because we got a whole lot of stuff coming down the pipe. If you look in the news nowadays, the political positions and things that are going on, a whole lot of things are coming down the pipe and we better be anchored in Christ, anchored in the word because when that storm starts to blowing, we don't want to see you running for cover. We want you standing up. Say, for God I live, for God I die, for God I stand and I'm. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I, yet will I, yet will I, I'm going to do what? Can we say that, church? 
Can we say that we're going to trust him no matter what the storm clouds bring? Can we say that we're going to hold on to him and walk this love walk in spite of the situation? Can we say when the kids are going crazy and walking, walking out, selling drugs, and every time we're worrying about what's going to, am I, am I going to hear my grandchild? I'm going to hear my son locked up. Are we worried about that? Are we, are, is our anchor, are we anchored? I've been there before. How many of you, we've been there before? You can tell the devil, I've been there before. I mean, this, this old story here, you know, my sons, my daughters, my children, they might go to jail. They might go, to, they might go astray, but I'm anchored. I'm anchored. I can't do nothing about it. I put my trust in Jesus. A long time ago. This just didn't start it. I've been calling on Jesus ever since I can remember. And I know who I have believed. And I know that who I have believed in is going to anchor me and keep me strong no matter what come. Church, how many say no matter what come, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to trust in him. No matter what's going on in my life, though my children go astray, though my grandkids go astray, I know they're not living right. I know they're not doing right. And even though some of that might be my fault, I'm still going to trust in the Lord that is going to bring my children home, going to make everything all right, going to keep us safe in the storm, and I don't have to worry. I just keep on walking that love walk, step by step, day by day. I get old, but I can't move as fast as I used to, but I'm going to keep on walking that love walk, step by step, day by day. Trouble may come, winds may blow. I know trouble's going to come. Something's going to fall, but I stand steadfast. I'm trusting in the only true and wise God. There is no other God. Hey, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. He's the only keeper. He's the only one that can keep me in the storms. Trouble may rise. Heartbreak may come. Somebody died in my family. I lost a loved one. But no matter what, I'm going to hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because he loves me. And long as I know that he loves me, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter what anybody does. Because if he loves me, I love him. And we're walking this walk together. We can't, I can't walk without him. I can't talk without him. I can't do nothing without him. He's my all in all. He's my everything. Church, we got to come to that point where Jesus is all in all. No matter what happens, I throw my hands up. I can't do nothing without him.
This love walk. This is a love walk, y'all. Daily walk. We can't walk this in our own strength. We have to totally lean upon Jesus. He's the only one that can help us to walk this love walk. Because if we try to do it on our own, how many know how many of you know that we done messed up? We done messed up. But with Jesus, when he walks through us, we can straighten up and get back in that love walk and walk that walk like it's supposed to be walked. Not just talk that talk, but walk that walk. Hey, walk that walk with Jesus. Throw up them hands. Throw up your hands. Here, throw up your hands right now. Everybody throw your hands up in the air right now. You know why I want you to throw up your hands up in the air right now? That's an act of surrender. Lord, I surrender. Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender everything. I surrender all. All to you I surrender. I surrender my everything. Take control. Take charge. Take the wheel. Walk this walk through me. I tried and I tried. I kept on trying on my own, but I could not do it on my own. I yield to Jesus Christ. You say, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Say it all the time. Don't just say it Sunday mornings. Get up in the morning and say, I love you, Jesus. Get up in the before the day sun goes down, say, I love you, Jesus. Help me to love one another. Help me to love my enemies. Help me to love those that work that don't, I, they can't stand me. Help me to love those in my church members that I know don't like me, don't can't stand me. Help me to love them anyway. The love walk. Let us walk, church. Let us walk in the love of Jesus Christ. May God, God bless his word. The doors of the church are open. If you want to walk this walk, if you're tired of doing it on your own, you're tired of doing it all yourself, and every time you put your heart out there, somebody tears it apart, put Jesus, let Jesus take control. If you haven't let Jesus take control of you today, this is your opportunity to give Jesus a part of your life. Give him your life. And he'll help you walk this walk. He'll help you walk this love walk. You can't do it on your own. Doors of the church are open with accepted members by Christian experience.